First Timothy 6, 3 through 11. If anyone teaches otherwise and does not consent to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which accords with godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words, from which come envy, strife, reveling, evil suspicions, useless wranglings of men of corrupt minds, and destitute of the truth, who suppose that godliness is a means of gain. From such withdraw yourselves. Now godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing, with these we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and unharmful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. The desire to become rich does not result in shipwreck if we control it and discipline this with our own mind. What is destructive, the desire to become wealthy it's destructive when we trust in this wealth and when our wise abilities begin to serve this desire, this emotion. Those who trust in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like foliage. Proverbs 11:28. We need to pay attention to the fact that one of the components of the great mystery of godliness is your uh, behavior toward money or the rightful behavior toward money. According to Scripture, godliness is honoring God. That is a zealous desire and a strict fulfillment of His commandments, where a person gives to God what he has, but by right belongs to God. And when a person withholds or directs his tithes as he thinks is right, then he in this way rejects the faith and good conscience that is in him. Having faith in a good conscience, which some have rejected, concerning the faith have suffered shipwreck. The reason for why our faith is placed in dependence of our good conscience is because a bearing fruit and the collaboration of our faith with the faith of God are called to function and flow and be controlled by the aspect not the aspect of our emotions or our feelings, but the format of information that is concealed in our spirit. And so the ship of our faith can overcome uh, terrible waves of our fleshly desires when our desires that are being prompted by our feelings and emotions will be put into dependence of information or obedience to the information that are in the commandments of God. Therefore, it is impossible victory and impossible loss in the battle with the enemies of our faith and our conscience. We need to keep on account and never forget one unchanging rule. And this is that shipwreck in our faith is a voluntary and mutual collaboration of our conscience with the enemies of our faith. 
at the same time victory over the enemies of our faith and our conscience is a voluntary and mutual collaboration of our faith with the faith of God demonstrating in, that is demonstrated in our obedience to the word of God that we hear according to the version strong the word to reject as it said some have rejected it, the faith and a good conscience this word to reject as it relates to this place of scripture means promote something negative for his faith and his good conscience which is directly linked to the following acts make decisions that do not benefit the good conscience replacing the primary with something that is secondary lead an untrue sale sell the truth for something that does not satisfy sell yourself for the sake of satisfying your lusts sell yourself because of cowardice and fear not pay attention to what is important or primary push away because of a wicked zeal move away because of jealousy push away because of offense put away for the sake of getting rich resist faith and a good conscience this is what it means to reject faith and a good conscience and so the word reject is the characteristic of greed and love for money this is a greediness and seeking your own personal benefits and in order to resist this, this desire to be rich and apply the acts to the root we need to honor God with our tithes and offerings according to his uh, conditions or statutes and we will remember that giving our tithes and offerings bringing them into God's storehouse we in this way confirm that we are his holiness we are his belonging and so people who for whatever reason it doesn't it doesn't matter what reasons they do not want to honor God with their tithes and offerings they reject a good conscience they reject their faith and when the scriptures say they have experienced shipwreck in faith it is God that sees that they themselves don't see that if they would have at least seen that they could have repented they could they would have panicked saying Lord look at what has happened but they don't see it and the reason for that is because they have uh, forsaken the truth and they are not allowed then to hear and or understand and they are not even given then the opportunity to turn to God to be freed from this or be delivered from the shipwreck right now we will honor God with our tithes we will confirm before God the fact that we are his holiness we will honor him and we will demonstrate our love to him and we will acknowledge his authority over ourselves let us sing the song that we sing or we're going to sing is also in essence the tithes and offerings that we uh, bring is not a payment we give to God when you have a debt uh, uh, some sort of debt you have a loan you've taken money out you're not paying them for work you're just for example returning the debt that's been given to you that's been given to you temporarily it's the same thing here tithes are given to us as a form of debt to see how we will behave with the debt with this holiness how will we behave uh, with it 
or will we take it for ourselves or we will say lord this is yours and i will cheerfully and gladly bring to you what is within my possession but is yours let us stand and chop the root of all evil because the root of all good is your control over silver when you control it then it is not evil but when it controls you then this is a shipwreck in faith
And so, as always, I gladly remind us that every time when Israel honored God with their tithes and their offerings, either in the Tabernacle of Moses or the Temple of Solomon, they were required a command that God had given Moses to stretch out their hands over their tithes and proclaim a great proclamation, which they were faithful to and continue to do for thousands of years. We're those same Israel. We are that same uh, root. We are nourished by the same olive tree. We will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hand over your tithes and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithe from my house and have brought them into your temple so that you may have sustenance in your house. I do not give in impurity. I do not give in sorrow. And I do not give for the dead. I rejoice that I have the privilege to demonstrate my love and to acknowledge your authority. And now in accordance to your words, I pray right now may your heavenly windows be open to me and may your blessing come without end upon your redeemed nation in the name of jesus christ amen amen god bless you you may be seated <laughs>